Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge, now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbionica is your solution to great-tasting, all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or toxins. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A.com. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Sharp Money, VSIN, the sports betting network presented by... Of course, DraftKings, as we say hi on a Tuesday, December 5th. I'm Patrick Maher, live from Los Angeles. I'll get to the boys. I'm all shot. Dustin Sweetelson live there. Bar Canada, downtown Las Vegas. We're going to have a big show for you as we got a ton going on right now. Of course, the big conversation coming out of the 34-31 win for the Bengals last night is our future ticket at 6-6 six and six is still alive. Oh, by the way, also Trevor Lawrence was injured in that matchup with the ankle. So we'll get into that as the year of the backup continues and what it means for the Jags and the Bengals moving forward. NBA, you had two dogs winning outright last night. The Pacers beat Boston. The Pelicans beat up on the Kings to reach the semis in the play-in tournament or the NBA uh, mid-season tournament, whatever they're calling. You know what it is. Tonight, the Knicks at the Bucks, the Suns at the Lakers for a spot in the semis. We'll get to that. NHL, you got eight games, 44 games across college basketball. Uh, Amal's got three plays for you, college basketball. Thomas Gable and Dustin, if you have the number for me, let's go. Thomas Gable sent over some Gable bombs today. Uh, Our college basketball expert sent over nine plays today from the sports and race book book director at the Borgata. What's his record as we speak on this December 5, Sweetelson? 29 and 20. 29 and 20. So still get five, nine games above 500. He could for go Gable. all in nine today and be 500. I'll give out. I'll give out four of those when I get the boys in the mix here. And then you've got to go to vsin.com slash subscribe to get the other five. We've got two plays from Mike Samich coming up. We've got Jets quarterback drama with sound to go. But let's say hi to the boys as we open it up here on a Tuesday. I'm all Shaw. What's going on? Not much. What a nice win for us with Cincinnati. Still keeping hope alive here at 6-6. Six and six. And by the way, Jake Browning never, ever played this good of a game at the University of Washington. What a performance last night. Browning, 32 of 37, 354, a touchdown. He had the rushing touchdown, a 48-yard field goal to walk off for the Bengals last night. That hurts a lot of people. Now, we're going to have Adam Burke on the show coming up later. He's one of 30 remaining of course, in Circa Survivor. So Burke will talk about contest strategy there. Our very own managing editor over at VEASAN.com, Adam Burke, still alive, which is tremendous. Uh, Steve Fezzik took one on the chin because, of course, he had the Jags laying eight and a half to get the first place in Circa Millions. Didn't quite get there as the Bengals hold on. I'm all mention it. We're six and six. We're still alive with Jake Browning showing up the Jags who were chasing that one seed. It was still on the table going into it. They fall to eight and four. They are now just one game up on the Texans and Colts in division. Big guy, as we say hi for the first time today. Yeah. You know, uh, the Jaguars, they are a frustrating team to me, guys. Uh, that ice cream liquor, Doug Peterson, I think it tells you everything you need to know about him as a person. He's willing to just lick ice cream in front of people, make eye contact and whatnot. 
I can't trust him. Trevor Lawrence isn't a killer. RIP to his leg. Uh, I am so frustrated by this team. I thought they were in that next echelon of teams right below the Super Bowl contenders, and they just always let me down as soon as I believe in them. Not the only injury. We're getting news that Christian Kirk likely needs surgery on his core muscle, which keep him out up to eight weeks. So I guess he could potentially be back for the Super Bowl. Christian Kirk, the Jags wide receiver, uh, if he does return. I don't know if either of you have heard an update on Lawrence, of course. So he got rolled up, and he was demonstrative with the injury. You could tell that he was in major, major pain. Kind of looked like worse than what it's being reported, which is a left ankle sprain. Yeah. He's going to have an MRI today. The question, I guess at this point, right, would be if it's broken. Yeah, so uh, here's what we have so far. NFL Network's Cameron Wolf reported that he avoided a season-ending injury, and then Doug Peterson said that he doesn't believe Lawrence needs the quote-unquote tightrope surgery procedure, which is what Kenny Pickett just went under yesterday. Okay. I mean, there's never a good time to have an injury, particularly for your franchise quarterback, but these next two games within conference are huge. The Browns and the Ravens, both teams that you're competing with, whether it be for a wild-card spot or potentially the one seed in the AFC. Really unfortunate timing for Jacksonville. So here's what we have as far as the quarterbacks. And when we start our handicapping before every season, we always start with the quarterback. We should start talking. I always say talking about the backups as well, because it's, here's my math coming into uh, a week, what, 14 in the NFL. The Jags are going to be playing a backup, most likely. Pittsburgh, obviously, playing a backup with the picket surgery. Cleveland playing a backup. The Colts will be playing a backup as they have. The Jets, it's announced today, uh, of course, that they'll be playing a backup. We just don't know which one as they continue without Aaron Rodgers. The Patriots could be playing a backup. Who knows? The Raiders are playing a backup. The Titans are playing a backup. And that's the AFC. We switch over to the NFC. The Saints are going to be playing a backup car concussion protocol. The Vikings, obviously, with the backup. And just announced before the show started, you're going to get your boy Tommy DeVito in. So the Giants are playing a backup. By my math, boys, that's 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 11 or 12. Somewhere in there as far as backup quarterbacks starting as the season of the backup continues. Yeah, it's unfortunate. It has a profound impact. And I think one of the reasons why you see so many touch fouls called on quarterbacks to prevent injury because the team's season just gets completely derailed. It's very rare that you have a situation like Indianapolis where Gardner Minshew steps in and the team hasn't appeared to skip a beat. We don't know how well Richardson would have necessarily performed over the course of the season, but Minshew and Shane Steichen and these people deserve a ton of credit for what they've been able to do sitting at 7-5. and five, And you mentioned it at the top, just a game behind the Jacksonville Jaguars for first place in the AFC South. Okay, yeah. Timothy Boyle, if you're looking for a backup, he's available. The Jets cut Tim Boyle today, but that's not it. So there's drama going on right now, boys, as far as the Jets quarterback situation. Uh, Joe Beningo is a guy that you probably don't know nationally, but he is the biggest Jets fan on the planet. And he used to host on middays on WDFN in, excuse me, WFAN in New York City. He was the midday host for, I don't know, 20 years. He's been around. He's a big name. And he has Robert Sala's telephone number. So Beningo goes on with Boomer uh, this morning, Boomer Esiason, who does the morning show. And or yesterday, maybe on with Evan Roberts. And he said, you probably I'm probably not supposed to tell you this, but I was texting. You have the clip for me. No, no he, he said went I basically he went both. Okay, whatever. He basically said, I'm, I'm, I'm not supposed to tell you this, but I was texting with Salah, and I mentioned bringing Zach Wilson back, and Salah wrote back to me, are you serious? So obviously a personal conversation between the Jets head coach and a Jets super fan, Joe Beningo, then turned into obviously crazy media speculation in New York City now because it's blowing up because the dude's a 70-year-old man that doesn't realize protocol when it comes to texting with other people. He's just like, yeah, I'm just sharing information that's supposed to be through text. He's a total donk. But I mean, he's credible because he was co he was texting with the head coach and he's too goofy to lie. So Sala essentially said, you know what? 
uh, are you serious? You really want me to go back to Zach Wilson? Zach Wilson, yesterday it was reported that he was asked to play for the Jets but didn't want to play. So everybody got bitter about that. Aaron Rodgers goes on with Pat McAfee today and said, I'm really pissed off because this is misreporting. I know Zach Wilson, and you're basically saying he quit on the team, and I know for a fact that he didn't do that. Am I missing anything with the Jets quarterback drama? Uh, and no, there. And then there's Robert Sala at his press conference yest- uh, yesterday, right? Yesterday afternoon, claiming that Zach wants to start, and Sala hasn't made a decision in Sala's call. I have no idea what players have with one another, what teammates have with one another, the conversations they have. I know that uh, you know there was truly a reluctance to play, and it was told to us in this building. I, I, players won't be here. I mean, it's just. That to quote the great Mike Tomlin, we want volunteers, not hostages. But with that said, uh, you know, like about an hour ago, I said in my press conference, uh, Zach came in here and he wants the ball. He wants to play. Uh, we had a conversation about it, and I let him know where I'm at. I let him know the things that he needs to get better at. And uh, and the same things I'm, I told him, I'm going to tell you guys. I'm just not ready to make a decision on whether or not I'm, I'm ready to give him the ball, but but I know he wants it. So, so Houston's at the Jets this weekend, and Houston, who's seven and five, I think they're going to make the postseason because of what's coming up this weekend. And other teams are playing the Jets; they have a soft schedule right now. Houston on the road is laying. DraftKings got them at six and thirty-three. What's funny about the Sala clip is he said that he's going to bring Zach Wilson into his office and tell him what he has to do better. I wonder if number one on the list is play quarterback. It has to be, right? This guy's been anemic all year like, long. Where do you start? <laughs> I, the, the Beningo thing is wild because at one point, I think Beningo reeled off, uh, or, or Salah said to Beningo something along the lines of, these are stats of coaches without their starting quarterback. And I think he was kind of insinuating he's never had a quarterback. Well, they, wait. They, they have wait, not. Wait, wait, what, wait. Can you correct that? What did you He was insinuating what now? That he... He was what I heard this morning was a clip of of it being said that Sala was reeling off like stats of other head coaches playing without their franchise quarterback or their starting quarterback and what their records were. And to me, that kind of insinuates him saying, I don't think I've ever had a franchise quarterback. Oh, okay, I got you. He's not. Look, Robert Sala, the one thing we all agree on on this show, he's done a up until now, a pretty good job of navigating what's been an ugly scene with Zach Wilson as his QB1, especially this season, uh, filling in for Aaron Rodgers. It feels like he's starting to break now. Like, we're, we're finally going to get it revealed how Robert Sala actually feels about Zach Wilson, and it can't be good. Well... He's texting super fans about his football team. That's more on Sala than it's on Beningo. Like... You're a donk. If you're texting random people any type of information, you might as well text Mike Palm. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> you want the information out there? I mean, come on. When we come back, we'll continue with the quarterbacks and get to the numbers. Also, I've got Thomas Gable. I'll give you a, mm, I'll give you five plays, and you go to vsan.com slash subscribe to get the other four. The sharp money. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry, and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So, buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So, how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud, Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less, like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com strategic. That's oracle.com slash strategic, oracle.com slash strategic. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip off. 
and everyone's already on their feet. This is gonna be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw. VSIN, the sports betting network. College Bowl season is here, and VSIN has an early Christmas present for you. If you're not a VSIN Pro subscriber, there's no problem because we're giving away this year's College Bowl betting guide to everyone. We have spreads, totals, expert picks from the Golics, Steve Mackinnon, and Brent Musburger for every single bowl game. Put your bow on the bowl season and get a free copy of our VSIN College Football Bowl Betting Guide. It's absolutely free. Go to vcin.com slash bull guide to download your copy today. It's free. So, again, we're hooking you up. We're going to do the research, the legwork for you when it comes to bull season, which can be a pain in the butt to handicap. If you haven't checked out the vcin daily, I noticed we got a new header over there. And my man, Bill AD, starting to get some shine. So, Bill was one of the godfathers of vcin, along with the Musburgers, of course. And Bill has now become a superstar. I call it, he's like a mixture of James Bond and Cary Grant because he's got the glasses, yet he lives the vagabond lifestyle. He's solving crimes. He's doing all this kind of stuff. But he's an old newspaper editor, and he's a tremendous writer. And I've always felt like one of the best things we do at vcin.com is our daily newsletter. And now he's starting to get some recognition. He's... You know what? We better watch his ego, though, because if you go check it out right now, sign up, put your email address in. You can see the little header there of his silhouette and more to come with Bill A.D. when it comes to that as well. Okay, we got you back. We've got a busy show. We've got Adam Burke joining us here on Sharp Money. He's got one of 30 remaining. How many got? Do you guys know how many got knocked out last night with the Jags? You felt like you were in a good spot because you're laying 10 at home, needing well, needing a win to continue to chase that one seed. How many in Survivor were knocked out last night? Do you guys know? I think it was 24. I think we're down so to 32. So a bunch of people. Yeah. Yeah, a bunch of people. I think, doesn't uh, Paul Howard have a, a one remaining as well? Yeah, he had two going into the weekend and lost one, advanced with the other. So now the question is, do you start chopping that ticket up and start selling pieces of it? Uh, 32 remaining, if you just break it down, let's say all 32 finish, you're looking at $280,000. So a pretty nice profit regardless of where you decide to uh, move forward or how you decide to move forward. Are they allowed? To, are they allowed to chop amongst each other, Amal? I don't know the answer to that. I I think they can. Are, there allowed, are they allowed to get involved with it, each other, like at a poker table, and chop so it? I believe they can, but I don't believe like Circa isn't going to be the mediator for it, right? They're not going to make sure legally everyone is in for you know and follows all the rules they're supposed to. It's up to them, their own volition. So that, but they can't like everybody remaining. There's 30 remaining, and as Amal said, that would be. What, 200 a piece at this point? Is that what we're talking about? Okay, so they they could, it's not collusion. I mean, it's just gamesmanship. They could, they could, in theory, get together at this point and decide if they want to keep, if they want to chop. Now, there's going to be obviously some in advantageous positions moving forward, depending on who they have remaining. Like, do we'll we'll ask Adam yeah. Burke with the, this question exactly. Like, have you thought about getting a hold of other peeps and chopping? And who do you have remaining? Because right? there will be some people who write are sitting in a good spot where they didn't 
Is it still the rule where if you don't use the, the defending champs or whatever? No, no we the, don't have that? Yeah. Uh, so basically, whoever has better options for later in the year, they're not going to want to be a part of that chop. Well, it depends because a few years ago there was like six people remaining and they asked to do a six-way chop and I think it was on $5 million at the time. I remember a couple and guys said no, right? Yeah, the, the one person who said no got knocked out that weekend and then the <laughs> other, other five guys ended up chopping the six million. So they would actually walk with a million each. Instead, they ended up walking with 1.2 each, I believe is how it played out. So strategy-wise, again, we'd have to know the variables. We'd have to know who they have remaining. It's a grand to get in, correct? Yes. So what would you guys do at this point? Would you be wanting to be contacted? I mean, 280 grand is 280 grand. I, like, at this point, your return on investment's wild. Yeah. Now, again, if, you ha if, if, if one donk has nobody remaining and you've got a bunch, you're, you're going to want to at least get it down to 15, right? Then we're looking at closer to 600 grand? Yeah, I, I think Patrick's right. I think a couple of factors in play here. Number one, you're going to look at the, the remaining options that you have. And then now that you have just such few contenders left at 32, you can go through and see what everybody's got essentially remaining. Well, and remember, you don't want some of those last few weeks, like when teams are completely out of it or teams are resting players because they're playoff bound. Like, you don't want well, to be involved there. But I'm going to tell you right now, that's one thing that's not going to happen this postseason. Because Philly needs to win out. to get yep. In the AFC, you've got Correct. too many teams contending. So you're not going to have to worry about week 18, somebody sitting anybody. Um, so you got to get through the big challenge, though, Patrick, is going to be on Christmas Day because you've got the Ravens playing the 49ers. And I have a feeling, I, I don't know for sure, but I have a feeling of the 32 entries remaining, I would assume 90% have the Eagles remaining and are going to use them against the Giants on Christmas Day. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a good, that's a good point. Here's, here's the thing, the unspoken thing about a Survivor contest. Like, Amal's gone deep in Survivor in the past. We're just talking about Adam Burke going deep in Survivor. Like... Those are sharp people, but you have a lot of donks. You because Survivor, for the most like again, you have some very smart people that have ideas, have theories going into it. At this point, know how to work strategy. I mentioned them all, mentioned Burke and others, but there are a lot of people, and it's just the nature of the beast. You're just throwing darts. So, so you right now. Have it's not like the circa million. Like, correct me if I'm wrong, boys. But if no. it's circa and you're up at the top, like there's, the, the, you're probably you've been involved in this type of thing before. Yeah, Survivor's the uh, common man one. It's the common man game. Yeah, it's for, for the common people by the common people. It, you know the one thing you got. So remember, that's what I mean. Like you got 30 left. There's a lot of donks. Like I hope somebody calls me today. <laughs> you know, there, there's you're gonna use. 63% of the teams. So you're going to use 20 of the 32 teams throughout the contest. What are we in week number 13 coming up, I think? That feels right. We got right. 14 coming up, Oh, I week believe. 14. God, season's flying. And so now you've used basically close to half. Chances are you probably, if you just go with the overall standings in the NFL right now, majority of people have probably used somewhere probably between 10 and 11 of those top 14 or top 15 teams. And so now you're in that back end, like, do you use the Saints in a particular spot? Uh, who do you take in another situational spot? Maybe the Bengals are a team you thought were dead. Now the way Jake Browning played, you're like, holy cow, we got a shot well, here with Cincinnati. The backup quarterback angle has me more inclined to wanting to chop with so many backups out there and not knowing when they're going to pull a Jake Browning, when all of a sudden Aiden O'Connell goes off and, like, you didn't expect it. Like, these matchups aren't quite as much of a lock as you would hope with so many backups in the league right now. I just know Look, one I'm not a financial advisor. Get the 280, <laughs> yeah, well, put half in DraftKings stock, half in Bitcoin, and be happy you invested $1,000. <laughs> but again, again I'm not a financial advisor. I can't. I don't want it. I'm not that. But, like, but that would probably be a pretty good idea. I'm also curious how many of these people had multiple entries. Because to me, after doing it for the first time this year, I realized you have to have multiple entries. You just – you have to – Anything can happen as we learned the hard way. Like we were on the Jaguars not knowing what the Texans were. It looked like a layup and they lost. Like I want to know more strategy on, on one, how the first few weeks went for them and how many entries they have to be still remaining. I'm, I'm curious. Well, you got to I mean, uh, you got to get lucky. Uh, the year you made your deep run, do you remember getting lucky along the way? Oh, Amal? of course. 
Uh, you you have just like there's certain games you got to win the coin tosses, right? A field goal here or a field goal there, and next thing you know you could, you could be in or you could be out. But I know one thing for me this year, I would have been knocked out like five different times. Yeah, me too. That's why I don't even care about that Jags game. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I would have been on the Steelers I mean, that, for sure this honestly, weekend. The fact that we we of didn't course. get knocked out week one was a victory to me. I just didn't want to get knocked. What was out week? week one. What, what was week one? No, just like the idea of like because the year before, I remember every a lot of people Half got knocked people. out on San Francisco and the Bears. Well, also, I was gonna say two years ago when the Colts lost at Jacksonville. Yes, yes. <laughs> so, well, just, the, yeah, yeah, exactly. And the fact that our team consisted of you, me, and Samich—that's two donks, you and me and Samich. Okay, <laughs> and so we out we outweighed them with our votes. Hey, quickly, let me do this really quickly. And I know Amal's got three plays in college hoops as well. Uh, we can jump those in, but the, some of these are deep cuts from um, Gable. But I want to make sure that it's a festive time of the year. Amal, if you have an opinion, f- feel free. I don't know if you have an opinion about Kennesaw State and UNC Asheville under 166. Anything on that one? No, I'll tell you one thing, though. Kennesaw State gets up and down the floor, but I think with Asheville, you got a good shot at the under here. 166, Patrick, real quick, the problem with that is you have to average better than four points per minute. That's a good underplay. It's going to take, it's going to barely get over if it beats you. Yeah, that's steep. Mississippi State, Liberty over 128 and a half. I'm a little bit concerned about this because Mississippi State's offense is just not an inconsistent. Uh, Liberty can defend. Liberty struggled a little bit here last couple of games playing down in Boca. Lost to College of Charleston and lost to Florida Atlantic. Okay, Lafayette, Columbia over 136 and a half. No opinion here. Okay, and Stetson catching nine and a half. Who are the, who are the Mad Hatters playing? <laughs> Don't even know. <laughs> they weren't even... It, <laughs> no, literally, he just texted me Stetson plus nine you. and a half. Uh, Charlotte. Charlotte. Where is the game in it, Char- at Charlotte? Charlotte? Yeah, I, that's not a bad play. Charlotte is not as good as they've been in years past. The 49ers have struggled a little bit this year. Okay, that's four plays. Kennesaw State over under 166. Mississippi Valley State over 128 and a half. Lafayette over 136 and a half. And Stetson catching nine and a half. I'll give you one more from Gable. Uh, when we get to Amal's plays in college hoops, and then you've got to go for the other four to vcin.com slash subscribe. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on vcin, the sports betting network. Okay, we mentioned it. Bowl season's coming up, and if you're looking to bet it, the VEASAN experts have got you covered. Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber with an introductory offer of only $9.99. VEASAN Pro subscribers get access to our daily recap of the top plays made by VEASAN show hosts and guests. And we got the tools like the betting splits that let you see where the money and bets are moving for every game. Our college bowl betting guide where you get picks for every bowl game. Don't miss this limited offer. Again, you can sign up right now for $9.99. It's VEASAN.com slash subscribe. That's VSIN.com slash subscribe. Got you back here. Sharp money. VSIN, the sports betting network, brought to you by DraftKings. Amal Shaw, Dustin Sweetelson, live downtown Las Vegas there, which I, I'm guessing the NBA will be there. Now, I don't know if the semis are also played for the – what is the tournament called? I'm sorry. Is it the in, – in No, se- it's not in the season in, in-season tournament. Yeah. Thank you. I'm a donk. Um, so – Last night, just a couple of things. One, the Pacers beat the Celtics as dogs. You can look it up for me, big guy, The final, where, where that number closed. I believe it closed five with the Pacers catching, 122-112. Uh, Halliburton went off. I was way off. His, I think his assist total was set at 10.5 because, remember, on the perimeter, the Celtics are so good defensively, yet he goes for 13 dimes. Um, so the Celtics out, the Pacers continue. They advance to the semis, the Pelicans at the Kings and the Pelipels beat up on the Kings, 127, 117. So two dogs and that number closed last night. You, you probably have it in yep. front of you, big guy. I think the Pelicans were catching three and a half, four, something like that. Uh, I have three here. And then on the other side for the Pacers, Pacers closed four and a half. Okay. Now, boys, we've got some pretty good matchups tonight and I don't know, Amal, we were talking about this a little bit on Friday. Have you gotten into the in-season tournament at all? Because 
I have from a betting perspective, and this is as much as I bet the NBA at this point in the year, because I feel like I'm getting effort. I feel like while the rest of America doesn't care because, you know, football is happening all over the place, it does appear the way coaches are coaching, where players are playing and the, and the lack of rest that is generally happening across this tournament, you're actually getting some even competition. I would agree with you, and I think it's a combination of a couple of things. Obviously, each player on each team would receive $500,000. For a lot of players like a Drew Holiday, Porzingis, and Tatum and these guys on the Celtics, it's not going to matter. But I think what they're more excited about is getting the free weekend in Vegas on NBA's dime when you can't come out here during the regular season. And these teams, to your point, have really competed. And I think that's why you saw what you got out of the Pacers last night against Boston. One other thing, though, I would note on that game, January 6th, the Boston Celtics are back in Indianapolis. And the reason why I bring that up is because at the end of the game, with the Celtics trailing by seven, Indianapolis running out or the Pacers running out the clock, uh, Buddy Heald throws in a three-point shot at the buzzer. For some reason, this is just a point of consternation in the NBA with players and teams. And I feel like that's just something to take a look at from a betting standpoint. When we fast forward a month, just kind of make a note of that on your calendar from a betting standpoint. I think Boston will have that game circled next time around. Well, point differential is a tiebreaker in the tournament. It so is. I don't know if they could, I don't know if Missoula and the Celtics could be pissed because I mean well, now it doesn't it matter at it, that point. No, it doesn't matter now because we're in the quarterfinals, so they advance onto the semis. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It's a single game elimination, so yeah, it, it, it wouldn't have mattered. That's not the group play. That's a good point. Uh, Nick's at the Bucks. Let, let's let's get into handy. We're gonna have Dan Wakey from the uh, Los Angeles Times coming up. He's really really good. Uh, clued in with the Lakers and the Clippers and the rest of the NBA. But let's jump into this. I, I know it sounds crazy. Dustin, do me a favor. Bring up Julius Randle's game log because I'm going to ask you a question about Randle. I've been into the Knicks. I've been betting the Knicks. It's just here's what it comes down to with the Knicks. And the Knicks are at the Bucks. This right now is sitting 5 and 228 and a half. The Knicks have won three straight. Now, they've got a regular season coaching advantage here. That's pretty obviously that's pretty obvious cuz Thibodeau goes hard in the regular season and and every time I watch the Bucks, I'm just underwhelmed. Adrian Griffin just really hasn't gotten his feet as the new head coach there for the Bucks underneath him. If you want to look at net, the Knicks are a better team this year. They're a good 3 shooting team. They're, they're sixth in rebounding where Milwaukee struggles. I think Milwaukee's closer to 20 to 22 as far as rebounding. The Knicks don't turn the ball over. And it really comes down to Jalen Brunson and, of course, Julius Randle. Julius Randle, fellas, I've been going to the well on over four and a half assists. Now, they haven't shifted it to five, but what they keep on doing, obviously, is jacking up the juice on Julius Randle's assist prop. Okay, so right now, I've got this morning, four and a half on Julius Randle assists, minus 150. If you have it in front of you, big guy, it would be good to hear it. But that's one that I go to. By the way, Brunson today was 26 and a half on his point total this morning. Um, but the, the, uh, something to note, uh, Amal, about the Bucks: They're 9 and 1 straight, at, uh, straight up at home, but just 3, 6 and 1 ATS. Whereas the Knicks on the road this year, 6, 3 and 1 ATS. So you can kind of see which way I'm leaning there with go New York, go New York, go. But what's your take on Knicks Bucks tonight? Well, I think this is like a playoff game. You mentioned it earlier. The intensity and the effort has been there by everybody in this in-season tournament. And I like the Knicks here catching five. You mentioned it. This Milwaukee team, even though they're at 14 and 6, good record, not great for a team whose expectation is to get to the NBA Finals and win it all. I think it'll take still a little bit of time for them to gel and get to a level that we anticipate them being at. But I want to go back to your prop here. I don't know if Dustin, if you have the numbers. I was just looking at it real quick. This is a great call by you. Julius Randle has exceeded five assists or more in 10 of his last 12 games. I mean, he has yeah, been that, outstanding. That's exactly, that's why I've been doing, I have bet Julius Randle over the last, I would say close to 10 games, and I feel like I'm eight and two, but to, I keep on just paying more juice, but they haven't moved off for the most part, four and a half. I think I paid five at one point. So the Bucks defending power forwards this year? allow the sixth most assists in the league, 4.66 That is per a game. great stat you just found. So the Bucks against power forwards. The, so there's a, there's a thing when we look at these NBA teams. Now, Patrick, you and I have been talking about this for a year, positionless NBA, right? It's, these positions aren't what they were when we were kids. Point guard brings the ball up. He facilitates. That's just not how it works anymore. The Knicks run the offense through Randall. He's their best offensive player as Correct. much as we all love Brunson and as much as Randall drives me nuts in the playoffs. In the regular season, he's super productive. This is a great find by you and a great run. 
uh, harkens back to the run you went on in 2017 with Nurkic oh, rebounds. <laughs> Do you remember? I, I have Nurkiched. I have Nurkiched later tonight for you. But, uh, but Amal, Dustin, like, again, I swear, I, I swear to you, I've been betting the Randall over assists, and he's been clearing this in the first quarter. So be careful. His look numbers, at the juice, though. His, it's minus 160. Like, look, I don't mind on a prop that I really love paying the 130 juice, especially in this situation where if that thing did tick up another assist, I would be wary about betting it. But at four and a half minus 160, I, I, I'm, I might be getting down on this with you tonight. Well, first of all, kudos to you on the fine. But more importantly, and I don't do a good job of this. I don't play a lot of props. I don't really look into them. I like more of the team games and matchups just because I use so much in live betting. But I, the one thing that I think you found here, Patrick, that's so important people can take a look at. Maybe it's not just with Julius Randle, but anything else in general. It's an opportunity to be able to really kind of hone in on a player because a lot of these things, I was trying to figure out why Randall's number was so low and his average for the year is just over five. So I think they've, right. they're stuck in a sense that, and when I say they, meaning the odds makers, well, his numbers were low earlier in the year. They haven't adjusted enough 20 games into the season. I think the Knicks have played 19 games and you don't realize that, hey, Julius Randall is finding himself. At the beginning of the year, this guy was just putting up every shot he could get his hands on and now he's much more of a facilitator than he was early in the year and it's not just that he's getting over. You see eight, Eight, nine, six. I mean, these aren't just like where, oh, he just got the five. I have efficiently jinxed. I, I jinxed him for tonight, so let's be clear. No, we know just, he's it, not getting to five tonight yeah. because I'm going – because now you guys both agree with me. I'm going ham about how I've been winning with him. But I still love Randall over four and a half. He's – especially early on. He generally gets there early on because you can tell there's a concerted effort for him to be a distributor early on. Another one I wanted to throw at you guys. Now, this one matters if he gets minutes. But if he gets minutes, Josh Hart's going to get you eight rebounds. His total set at five and a half. So, again, it really just comes down to because his rebound possibility, like, you know, yeah. all the advanced metrics, it's really just it's closer to eight and a half if he's in there for a certain a lot allotment of minutes. Uh, he's sitting at five and a half. I think he averages a little, maybe you guys can tell me, a little over seven Six for Hart on the year. How much? 6.2. Okay, so a little over But six. he makes sense okay. because they're going to need to def defend the perimeter well, right? And he's an effort guy. And the Bucks are so difficult from the outside. They have so many different weapons. I, I think it's a, an interesting play on your part. Is but, Amal, you, what you're saying is not incorrect about, like, you just looked at Julius Randle and he's averaging, you know, right around five assists per game. There's so many props yes. that these books are in consistently posting. They're taking averages. Yeah, I, I don't, now, there might be a tweak, but for the most part, they're taking averages they're and not throwing them up at, there. Yeah, they're not looking at matchups. It's, it's mostly related to averages and minutes and if someone's out. That's why my attack is always about with people who are hurt. I always look at who's going to benefit. From, from someone going down. You guys are both correct. And just to expand upon what you both said, which is there's not enough time, there's not enough money coming in mm -hmm. on a Julius Randle assist prop bet to dedicate someone to sit there and say, hey, we need to adjust this. When you just look at, and you mentioned, I mentioned 10 of the last 12. It actually goes to 11 of the last 14. He has flown over this number. The average is probably closer to six and a half, almost uh, 6.75 for him. Well, let's get it. I know Amal has a play on the Lakers tonight. We'll discuss Suns Lakers with Booker heating up. Sharp money. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Come on, pick and roll! 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger 
feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required. Access from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a -a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash stereo right now. NetSuite.com slash stereo. NetSuite.com slash stereo. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Sharp Money presented by DraftKings, and right now you can bet $5 to get $150 instantly in bonus bets over at DraftKings. Download the app, use the promo code SHARP, S H A R P. It's that simple for new customers. And again, if you're a customer already, every day, a no sweat, same game parlay at DraftKings. The crown is yours. Got you back, Sharp Money, doing a little NBA. I'm all Shaw, Dustin Sweetelson. I'm Patrick Maher. As we got you in here on a Tuesday, December 5th, we'll get back into the NFL coming up in just a little bit with all the quarterback injuries. If we hear anything on Trevor Lawrence during the show, which we could, we had the MRI today, we'll relay that to you. It's funny because I think it was Shady McCoy last night. He basically he tweeted, he's like, I don't understand all the hype about Trevor Lawrence. Here's the thing. You might not you might not believe that Trevor Lawrence is a top five quarterback, but when the backup comes in, you start to understand the hype about Trevor Lawrence. And that is the point. There's only them all, you know. If, again, I always like to say there's 10 great quarterbacks on the planet, and that includes India, that includes China, that includes Russia, because trust me, if they could sling it, we'd go grab them, and you'd have your boy from India sling it in the NFL. There's 32 opportunities. There are probably 8 to 10 that are great. There's probably 10 to 15, you know, 10 to 15, 5 more that are really good, and the rest of them are okay. Lawrence is one of the really good ones, and his backup isn't near what he is. First of all, a lot of great things you said there. Uh, the problem is if you go to India. I was giving your peeps a props well, in no, India. I, I, I mean, if, if he could, I, no, no, no. If he could the, sling it, the we'll prob- take him. The problem is Bryce Young is equivalent to Cam Newton's size over there. So that's that's. <laughs> let's start. Let's be real here. We don't have too yeah, many yeah, guys yeah. coming. You're, you're an league. anomaly. You're, you're like, uh, you're, you're like um, what would you say? Like, uh Mao Yang. Wait, what, what, what was the Chinese? Yeah, you're like Yao Ming <laughs> walking amongst your relatives yeah, exactly. in India. Did you just pitch a million dollar arm, but football? Million dollar arm was the was the the, the, the movie, contest? the baseball yeah, movie, was yeah. the Indian pitcher. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Did Good you just one. pitch it for football? <laughs> yeah. Yes, but, I did. But no, you're absolutely right about that. I think sometimes some of the quarterbacks we see, like Trevor Lawrence, a perfect example. C.J. Beathard, the backup. What it, that was his 31st game, or it might have been his 30th game, and he had never led a fourth quarter overtime comeback victory, and they got the ball in overtime. And I felt bad for the people in Survivor because remember a tie and you're eliminated, and you just had no hope with that team. You felt like you were in serious trouble right. once Lawrence. Lawrence went down, and it felt like the Jaguars, to your point, Patrick, some of the players' reaction and Trevor Lawrence's reaction, you thought the season might be going up in flames at that moment right there in Duval. Yeah. And I, the Browning thing's fascinating because Browning's throwing some lollipops now. There's not a lot of zip on the ball, but it just kept on getting there. And they kind of they shortened up the game plan a little bit as far as, like, he wasn't pushing it downfield as much, but he was very effective. And it helps to have Jamar Chase, who I, went for 11 and 149. I know I'm putting you guys both on the spot and don't have to spend too much time thinking about it. If you could take one receiver in the National Football League, let's assume J.J.'s healthy, Hill, Adams, Jamar Chase, who are you taking? I was watching Chase last night and going, this guy is so good. I want to say Tyree I Hill. lost you guys. My, oh. I, oh, it's that one out. I would say Tyree Hill, but here's the problem. 
Not every quarterback can throw it far enough for Tyree <laughs> Kill. So, and he's great at catching the ball and making plays in space as well. But I, the, that was the one that jumped out to me because I think Tyree Kill is right now the MVP in the league. Um, Dude, wow. I, oh, I, I, I think he's the MVP. I think he's having a better year. Who's that, Tyreek? Yeah. yeah. I, but here's what I said. You know, you know the last wide receiver to win it? Jerry Rice, 1987. Yeah. That sounds right. he, no, I don't. No, even no, think nobody's Bryce ever, won, ever it. won it. No. Yeah, and I, that because was the offensive player of the year, you, probably. Because right. if, with Rice, think about it. Generally, there's a quarterback that's going to get the yeah. award for yeah. throwing to a player like Rice. No Who was not going to get it throwing to Tyreek? No wide receivers ever no. uh, won it. Um, no, can I just get credit for the confidence with which I answered it and I gave a year? <laughs> it was, it was very You gave a very, very specific year, too. <laughs> wait, 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 I want to go back to Amal's I apologize because, guys, my audio went out for a second. But I want to go back to Amal's question. I think he was saying rank the, rank the wide receivers. No, just Dustin, pick was, one were guy. You just in the pick, process so of that? It was, you could have one. Any receiver. I said, I said my initial thought was Tyreek Hill, but here's the problem. You may not have a quarterback who can get Tyreek Hill, Tyreek Hill the ball doing what he does best, which is just burn people down the sidelines. I th well, I think there's a handful, right? It would be Jefferson, yep. Chase, Hill. Yeah. I think I pro I th I think I put Devontae Adams in the mix. So would oh, I. Yeah, still. So yeah. He still he still got it. Because he he is just every time I watch him, I'm more impressed. So those would pro and who am I missing, guys? No, those those um, for me are the AJ top Brown. Four. I don't think I'll he's tell on you, that dude. Tier. I'll tell you. I'll tell you, dude. That I yeah, I was clueless. Every time I watch Puka Nakua, it's pretty obvious that he's not a flash in the pan. No, he's insane. No, no, his he's and, insane. And his build, like for a rookie, sometimes rookies come in, and you're like they have to get up to speed to get, get their size up. No, he's like a thick receiver who can move. Uh, by the way, to your point about Puka Nakua, people forget he's a guy that got recruited by Washington, transferred to BYU. He's an absolute dude. I mean, this guy has become uh, Matthew Stafford's number one and favorite target, even with uh, Cooper Cup in the lineup. Right. Yeah, and Cup had one of the great receiving seasons of all time. Cup got a first-place vote in 19 for the MVP. Yeah. That's how good his season was, which I, you I never think, see. I think he's in the mix, Cup. Absolutely. For what? For for our question right here, no chance. You're, you for the best right, for, for you're picking one. You take Cup over the others because you can move the chains with him. It's a little different. He's That's not the big play threat, but like he's so reliable and consistent, you can just keep moving the chains. It's like an extension of the run game. I, I'm going to tell you the one thing to me. I love Justin Jefferson personally. He's my favorite player out of the four, but the guy I would probably take. I'd go Hill second. Jamar Chase is so physically strong. I think that's what makes him so great. Like, Jamar just, he bullies those DBs out there. I, it's hard. Chase is one that's overlooked because I think he comes across a shorter. He, Maybe he's listed, that, I don't know. Like, yeah. Jefferson's more lanky. Yeah. Where, but, Ch but it doesn't matter. Chase is so athletic. He high points the ball so well, so it's not an issue. He's listed at six foot. There's no shot he's six foot. He's 5'9". No chance. He's 5'9". By the way, I love the fact that after the drop last night on a crucial third down, they came right back to him on fourth down. It wasn't a good throw. He makes the play, and then they end up tying the game. Yeah. I would. I, I don't know if you're wrong. My top three would be of those three. It would be yes. Chase Jefferson and Hill in some order, but Devontae yeah. Adams is such a stud. I'd have him right there. The big guy's got Cooper Cup in the mix. He's in the mix. He's got to be in the conversation. He wasn't in my three. I think my three would be Hill... Chase, JJ. I got no problem with Hill. that. Yeah, I don't have a problem with that one either. I mean, Hill, Hill is entering rarefied air. See, like, see, it's just, yeah. He's gotten faster, which is weird. <laughs> just <laughs> something about it. And just, all he needs is a dunk like Tua that's just accurate, throws him those softballs that he just out in front of him and he just doesn't stop his momentum. It's just insane. Well, could but, you imagine if he if it we somehow it was Josh Allen and Tyreek Hill and Allen just like, you know what, dude? Just run forever and I'm gonna throw it as far and high as I can and get under it. They they've got they played twelve games, right? they um the Dolphins have. Yep. He is 483 yards away yeah. from Calvin Johnson's 1,964-yard oh, record. Oh, yeah, he's going, he, he's he's going, going over going that. Oh, he's killing it. He might have 2,000 yards this year. That's what. And by the way, has any quarterback stood out to you where you go, that guy's the MVP? That's my point. No. That's my point. No. 
But you, and also, but here's the thing. Last last night, I had these in my notes for the other day. I don't know why we didn't talk about it. Last non-quarterback is what 2012 and Adrian Peterson. Yeah. Last non-quarterback was 2012, Adrian Peterson. And I wrote down generally a 2K wide receiver or somebody close. Like you mentioned, I wrote down Jerry Rice. Remember, Montana won it twice. Steve Young won it another year when Rice went off because you're going to give it to the quarterback that's throwing and, and adding up all the, all the yardage and the stats. Um, to Patrick's point, said, two is shorter odds to win the MVP. Two yeah. is shorter than Hill? Yes. 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 <laughs> There's no. That's ridiculous. Tua doesn't have the year without Tyreek Hill <laughs> exactly. just burning people. No, but, but Patrick makes a great point, right? He just gave three MVP years of 49ers quarterbacks with Jerry Rice. The year I mentioned, 87, what I confused was Jerry Rice had 22 touchdowns in 12 games, an obscene number, but he still didn't win MVP. See, the, Which pro- is the problem with betting awards markets always is the donk factor. There's so many donks with votes for these awards. It's like the Heisman. And yeah, they're just kind of like, oh, this quarterback had a good year. He's the MVP. How many times you watch him play? Three times? Two times? One time? Oh, you looked up the box score? That's how you're voting for MVP? Dude, Dan Campbell won coach of the year before the season started. <laughs> Brock Purdy is the favorite for MVP. He's not even the MVP of his team. I agree with you Bob completely. Part- he, he, he totally agree. He's three to one. He's three yes. to one. He had an opportunity to prove he was an MVP without a bunch of weapons where you could say, you know what? Brock Purdy is the leader of this team. He's the best player on this team. And they lost three straight. Hold on. Hold on. Okay. Settle, settle down. Let's throw it up because I want to get a, a pick from both of you on the list that we're showing right now. Throw it up for the boys. Brock Purdy, Dak, Jalen, Patrick Mahomes, Tua, Lamar Jackson. I hate Go to ahead. say, you guys, guys pick one of that list. I'm going Dakota Prescott. And nobody rags on him more than I do. I'm going Dak Prescott. I won't do Dak because I said last week, bet him at 9-1 to one before it moves, and I didn't bet it. Some Tyree Kill is my MVP. I stand by No, it. no. I said on the board, donk. Lamar. Just as you called everybody donks, you gave somebody off the board. <laughs> Look at you, Cheetah. <laughs> All right. Good, good stuff. When we come back, we're talking to Leger. Duzabe, CBS Sports. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. And that makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Did you know that most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate, but not with 80 Acres Farms? Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled, going from farm to store in days, not weeks. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's no need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter.